Hello and welcome to Construct Podcast. I'm your host, Loz Markham, and it's time for your dose of constructive conversation. To start with, take a deep breath in and let it go. Now, let's settle in for a chat. Joining me on today's episode is someone who I genuinely admire. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to have a conversation with someone whose words or ethos or the way they carry themselves has made a genuine difference in your life. But I was lucky enough to do just that when I had the pleasure of chatting to Kelly Howard a few weeks ago. She's an interior designer, but for those of you who follow Kelly on Instagram, you'd know that what she shares of herself, how she expresses her beliefs and her genuinely kind heart makes her, in my opinion, someone to aspire to. Now, I obviously didn't tell her all this before the interview, didn't want to come on too strong. I've got to keep some mystery about me, but um, being able to speak to someone whose words and opinions you genuinely value is such an experience for me anyway. And this doesn't have to be someone of influence. I've had these kind of conversations with friends or colleagues before, but it's the feeling of satisfaction of knowing that that exchange you just had has improved you for the better. And I'm not saying that these conversations turn your world upside down, but start piecing more of these constructive chats together and you'll notice that that drop in the ocean can turn into a tidal wave. Now, there's so many things that I could speak to Kelly about, but in today's episode, we're looking at coming out of the spiritual closet. Whether that's your thing or not, I feel like this episode is an important reminder that showing up as your authentic self will always reward you with abundance. In Kelly's case, her Instagram account originally started as a way to share her build of the incredible Bahua Soul. If you haven't seen her house, you need to check it out. It's incredible. But when the build finished, she had around 10,000 followers and an urge to start sharing more of herself. With that came her love of spirituality, meditation and manifestation. Now, those things have not only helped her connect with her audience, but become a large part of her personal brand. So since her following's grown, as has her interior design business, she's done some incredible collaborations with Object X and other commercial spaces and businesses. And now she has a mentorship program for other interior designers. So when we recorded this episode, it was just before the launch. But if you want to know more about the mentoring, you can visit kellyhoward.co. That's K-E-L-L-E, Howard.co. And her Instagram handle is exactly the same as that. So let's get into the interview now by finding out how Kelly starts her day. So today I had a bit more of a relaxed morning. I didn't have kids to drop off at school, so I still woke up pretty early. I normally wake up with the sun, so I sort of woke up about 5.30 and 
just daydreamed in bed for a little bit and took my time. I had a meeting at nine, so I didn't have to rush, which was quite nice. I spent probably a little bit too long on Instagram, but that's a daily habit for me. I think that has become a little bit of a daily habit for everyone. I don't know if it's a COVID thing or that everyone's spending more time in their homes. It's definitely something we should try and kick, but when you're doing positive things, it doesn't feel so bad. Now, can you take us back to the start of your Instagram account and why and how it all got going? Yeah, sure. So I had a personal account, but when I decided to document the build, I set up a a new account for Baho Asol, which is what my current personal account is called. And I just really wanted to share what I was up to. Obviously, I'm an interior designer, so I felt like it was a really good way for me to not only showcase my skills, but also show the brands that I work with, um, all of the suppliers and all the trades and just keep people, um, take people along for the journey, I guess. And as a single mum, I was doing the build by myself. So it felt like I had this community around me that was, yeah, cheering me on and um, supporting me in that way, which was really beautiful. And so when did you decide to show more of yourself as a person? So as the house was nearly finished, um, as I said, the house account, that was the account was called Baja with Soul Beach House at the time. And I realized that once the house was built, then there wouldn't really be any content to share. And I was close, I think I was about 10,000 followers once the house was finished. But there was a little bit of resistance there in terms of, I guess, combining my personal life and the build because I hadn't really shared much of myself during the build process. Um, And I was still getting comfortable, you know, speaking in front of a camera. so it was something that I felt had to happen, but at the time I, I just wasn't sure how it would be received in terms of whether people would actually be interested in me as a person after they had followed, um, you know, the house journey for the previous year. Um, but it actually snowballed. I think the more of me I shared, um, the more of that human element I put into my account, then it just kind of flourished from there. So that was that was a good feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess there's a lot of people who feel like because they've created an audience in one space that they're forever pigeonholed in that sector. And it's not true. No, that's so true. And I feel like when we start to share more of ourselves, people find different ways to connect with you. It's, you know, by sharing, you know, what hobbies you do or, you know, how you start your day, what type of things that you're into, people find another way to connect. It's like, yeah, okay, we love, you know, whether it's a home account, a reno account, you know, people might love beautiful interiors, but then they find the other way and go, oh, wow, okay, you're just like me. And that entices them even more. So when you decided to start sharing more of your personal life on your Instagram was it something that you did gradually or was it more of a black and white okay here we go world here's Kelly I think when I changed my account over to my personal name I knew that I would need to share more of myself and I didn't put too much thought into how I would weave it in I guess I was just sharing behind the scenes, you know, certain rituals that I do, um, different habits that I have. So it just kind of came quite quite naturally um, to me in that sense. Um, and, again, yeah, the more of it I shared, then I guess people's interests were piqued um, in that aspect. 
And so for people who may be new on your journey, can you talk us through what parts of spirituality you do practice and what your beliefs center around as well? Yeah, so I guess it's all centered around the laws of attraction. I came across um, the teachings of Abraham Hicks a really long time ago and it took me a, a little bit to actually really resonate with them because it was it was something a little bit different to anything that had ever been exposed to and then I was reintroduced to it further down the track and it just really hit home. So that's basically, it's very law of attraction based. So that's, you know, that's, I guess, what I practice. Um, and yeah, sorry, I forgot that my puppy's making a noise. So sorry. Don't be she's sorry. Like, but let me just find out what she's found. We love a puppy interruption. Okay, I'm ready. Back again. Okay. So although it's talked about more, do you still think there is a bit of a stigma around spirituality? Look, I personally don't find that and I think it's because of the people that I surround myself with. We're all very much interested in the same thing. So it's just a normal topic of conversation for us and I find it really, really difficult now to make small talk. Um, like I can do it for a really short period of time but there's got to be some depth there. So I think because my friendship circle and, you know, whether it's people in business, we kind of have that common connection. So I don't really feel the stigma, but I guess that's as I've evolved, then I've naturally gravitated towards people that yeah, have similar interests and similar beliefs in that sense. So my next question to you was going to be, did you find it easier talking to strangers about your spirituality rather than people you know? But I think that may be something that I went through more so. It sounds like you didn't so much. But what I noticed is that when I got into it more, my friendships changed. Yes. Yeah. So they changed for the better? Yeah, definitely. I feel like the depth increased um, over time, like as my depth and my understanding of, um, you know, spirituality grew, then either certain friendships fell away when there was just a lack of substance there to a degree. Um, and then the more I delved into it, the, the more naturally those kind of those conversations came. Like, I don't feel like it's really something that I consciously bring up to strangers. Like it's not that I'm trying to, you know, convert people into my way of thinking, but just naturally you just find yourself pulling those people in and you're like, oh, wow, okay, you you think very similar to me. Um, but I guess that's law of attraction, <laughs> working its magic. <laughs> Absolutely it is. And that's the beauty of it. But also if you are still stuck in that space where you're not as far along your journey and it might be hard to see the silver lining, what would you say to someone who is in that stage where they're losing friendships? Yeah, I just feel like, again, it's, you know, the laws of attraction. It's like what you focus on expands. So I guess in those circumstances, not focusing too much on what's falling away and questioning why it's falling away and just treading your own path and then you you know whether it's new friendships will form or perhaps those friendships will deepen um rather than sort of looking at the lack or, or things that yeah that are no longer there so that's that's pretty much what I I would do um is just yeah just keep going with what you're go uh, what you're doing and just trusting that the right people the right conversations will fall into place Absolutely. And I mean, that's what this podcast is all about. It's about having those conversations that maybe you might not be getting. But in terms of people, I mean, 
you do eventually see that even if people don't feel like they're meant to be in your life for a reason, whether it's short or long, they actually are. Is that something that people like seem to message and contact you about? Yeah, definitely. I feel like when I first started sharing that, you know, I'd get a lot of questions from people like, oh, you know, what are angel cards or what do you use crystals for? Or, you know, how do you meditate? I mean, I still get those questions now as well. So if people are already interested or there's there's just that little bit of curiosity, it's like they said, what's the saying? It's like um, the teacher will come when the student is ready. And I've had a lot of people message me um, and say, you know, I've been following your account for a year and I just wanted you to know that the things that you share have changed my life. And I've, I've got a, um, an album in my, in my phone, getting a little bit choked up here, but it's so nice. I've got an album in my phone of screenshots of messages like that from people where things have made a bit of a change in their life or a turning point in their life. And they let me know that part and part, part of that was because of something that I shared. And that's just like, blows my mind because obviously I'm not you know like I'm not in that space I'm not a spiritual coach or anything but just by sharing the way that I weave those aspects into my life and knowing that something that I've shared has helped somebody else expand is just yeah just so powerful and so how did you balance that initially because it was a full-blown building account was it something that you decided like okay from tomorrow I'm going to share more of myself or was it kind of a gradual shift for you yeah I mean I don't think I really thought about the spirituality side I think I just made a commitment that I would just share more of my my life in general whether it was you know my work life my life as a mom you know my friendship circle it wasn't kind of um intentional the spiritual side but obviously that is a big you know big part of me and you know my lifestyle so um but I do remember when I moved into Bajo it was probably about a month or so later um, that, um, you know, everything started to change with COVID and lockdown. And I remember thinking, wow, okay, I'm in this incredible house, which, you know, for a lot of people is a goal that they may never, they may never feel that they can achieve. They have this belief that they could never achieve that. And I can't leave the house pretty much. So, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, look at me living this great, you know, lifestyle in this beautiful home how can I still, you know, be sensitive to that? So I asked a question of my audience. It was like, what what content do you want to see from me? And at this point, I'd kind of been sharing a behind, you know, behind the scenes of my day-to-day life um, for about a month or so. And I was just flooded with messages just saying, you know, we just, yeah, we want to keep seeing more of you and more of your energy. And, you know, that just made me feel so much more comfortable um, that people saw me, you know, obviously as someone like them and we were all just going through this together no matter, you know, I guess what what home we lived in. So um, that just encouraged me to share more of myself as well. And in those early stages, I mean, I still do a lot of question and answers because I just love it. I love seeing what people are curious about um, in terms of me or my life or my work life. Um so I did do quite a lot of Q&As during that time as well and, and I guess really got to know my audience in that way and what, 
you know, they wanted to see more of. But I definitely never force anything. I never, I'm not strategic at all with my posting. It's really just, yeah, okay, I've got my phone in my hand and I'm doing this. I'm just going to share it. And if people aren't interested, they can, they can skip across. But um, yeah, sometimes it kind of blows my mind. I'm like, wow, I've got like 10,000 people watching, <laughs> watching what I've, what I'm having for dinner. Um, cause yeah, it's just, it's crazy sometimes, but, um, I definitely have really, really good engagement with my stories. It's about a quarter of my audience and it just shows you that people are really interested in the behind the scenes, you know, a pretty feed is one thing, but I think if you can create connection with people by, you know, sharing you and your personality and your energy, then that is really, really powerful. I think it's interesting that you do mention the pandemic because I've been thinking about this quite a lot. And I do think it has something to do with the fact that more people are relying and turning towards spirituality because they've been forced to stop and slow down and go inwards, don't you think? Yeah, I think in general there's, you know, there's two different types of people. There's the people that look for alternatives and there's the people that want to blame, you know, their situation or their circumstances. So, you know, the people that, okay, well, this is happening what can what part do I play in this you know one of my favorite mantras is everything is a choice you know we get to choose how we respond to things and you know most of us have been through some you know terrible times in our in our lives in our um you know in our world and you know we get to choose how we respond to things as well so I feel like those people are generally the people that get a little bit more curious and you know then again law of attraction they'll start to see things like oh okay you know something will pop in their inbox or they'll see something on their feed and it comes at the right time maybe someone's recommended a book that they might you know might like and and all of a sudden it speaks to them so I think when those people the optimistic people get curious then that's when um, spirituality tends to come through. And so for those people who may still be keeping it hidden, I mean, I know personally that when I did start to share that side of myself with the world, my manifestations felt like they just came in a wave. I mean, everything seemed to fall into place and I found it quite a positive experience. However, if someone is still in that spiritual closet, what would you say to them? I feel like any like any time that we show up as our true authentic selves, it's magnetic. Like it's ma- magnetic to things that we want. It's magnetic to drawing people in. Um, so that's really what it comes down to. Like I definitely don't share from a place of trying to be anything other than what I am or trying to convince people or to convert people. The more I show up as myself, then automatically, yeah, like you said, it's like a wave of things, opportunities come to you that you don't necessarily have to chase um, for. And um, when you asked me about what I did this morning, one of my favourite pastimes is daydreaming. (laughs) And that's such a powerful tool in manifesting. And a lot of people say, how do you manifest so, you know, seemingly easily? And one thing that I really do is I really focus in on the feeling. So how if I'm imagining something, how does it feel when I have that? Um, because that's, once you practice the feeling of it, it's so much easier for it to come in rather than thinking thinking about why you maybe want to have. Like even when I was, you know, building this house, yes, it is, you know, beautiful and it's great to have, you know, the exposure and all of those things, but it meant so much more to me than, you know, the build itself. Um or, you know, aesthetics or anything like that. It just, even when people come here, they're like, wow, it just has 
this incredible energy and the energy behind it is, you know, for the few years leading up to that before I had the capacity to do this project is that I really imagined how it would feel waking up in this particular space. So I think that's really, really important to to remember as well as, yeah, just being really, really authentic in yourself and you'll just, yeah, be magnetic and then, you know, the things that you want to happen will come so much more freely once you get in that good feeling place. And I feel like when you get in that place, I call it flow, when your manifestations are coming true and you're fully believing that good things are coming your way, do you find mm-hmm. that you receive things you didn't even know you wanted? Oh, absolutely, all the time. <laughs> yeah, all the time. But then if I do think about it, which I don't ever, I'm not really someone that overanalyzes things, but when things come my way, if I really think about it, it's like, but I did imagine that feeling. It came to me in maybe a different way than what I expected. Um, you know, even with like work opportunities and things go, oh, wow, I never expected that. But in a sense I did because I, you know, I've, I've spoke about this before on my Instagram, but I have um, some guiding words from this book that I absolutely love. Um, and they're my guiding words in terms of how I want to feel. So they are free, alive and connected. So when I really imagine those words and then opportunities come to me, they're generally opportunities that fit that brief in a sense. Um, So because I know how I want to feel in my day-to-day life, in my relationships, in my friendships, in my work life, my personal life, then in a way I have, you know, I've, I've basically attracted those experiences in, but I don't always know in what capacity or what format they're going to come in. It is so funny that you mentioned that because the first podcast that I ever listened with you as the guest was Kylie's podcast and it really stood out to me when you mentioned free, alive and connected and so I actually wrote them on my whiteboard in here in my little office and I was looking at them for weeks and then it kind of struck me that they didn't belong to me. So Uh it was actually a process of refining those and I changed them to my own eventually, which was healthy, vibrant, yes. and intentional. Yeah. So once I found my own, yes, and, love that. Yeah, and they were words that I resonated with. I found that all the things that came into my life, almost unintentionally, but now I think they probably were, they aligned with those three pillars, and they were so yeah. important. It is. And, you know, um, sometimes things come your way that don't align with them and how much easier it is to say, no, that's not for me when you know, you know, those values or those desired feelings. Because sometimes, you know, opportunities do come, you know, my way that isn't the right fit, but I'm so good or I find it very easy to say no to them because I just check in with those those words. And for anyone that hasn't heard me speak about it before, it's actually from a book called The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. So the premise behind the book is that you read the book and then you do the workbook and you basically come up with your own guiding words. So it could be, you know, three words, it could be five. It, um, it, there's not sort of any, you know, number that you have to have. Um, and so they, they were my three words. Um, but I have spoke about this before that when I first did the workbook, I really questioned those words for quite a few years afterwards because I wasn't feeling that way at all I was very very much out of alignment um, in my personal life and now 
things have come, you know, sort of transitioned and I'm in such a good place. Like those words couldn't be more true for me now. So, um, yeah, sometimes it, you can know how you want to feel, but you still haven't actually manifested that path. But you're by, you know, I guess figuring out those those guiding words, you're already starting the process. Um which, yeah, which was really, really important for me as well. And some people can revisit, you know, that workbook every year and reevaluate. I haven't. I think these will be, they're tattooed on my arm. They'll be there till the day that I die. <laughs> um, I, could, I, just, I just can keep adding to them, I guess. But, um, you know, you, some people, you know, some people, you know, if you're in your 20s, you may be a different person or your values may change, you know, when you're 30 or 40. Um, for me, you know, they, they have stayed the same. But, yeah, my alignment with those words is definitely, you know, cemented a lot more um, firmly um, in the most recent years. And I think that's so important what you mentioned as well in that manifestation and spirituality doesn't just lend itself to the positive things in life. It's also about the energy and recognizing what happens in your body when something isn't quite right. And I think as you practice it more, you do realize what things aren't meant for you. Yeah, no, completely. And, you know, there's things that can happen and you think, oh, wow, that's an awful circumstance. Um, You know, I had a big event early on the year, which wasn't very pleasant that happened. But, you know, I really questioned, like, how did I allow, how did I let that in? Like, I manifested that, I enabled that to happen. Um, and so it got me really curious about where I needed to clean up my energy. Um, so not just kind of go, oh, only good things happen through manifestation, whereas other things just come because of something else. It's like, no, we allow everything to come into our field. Um, and I feel like, again, that's so powerful because then we have a choice. It's not that things are happening to us. And obviously people will say it's happening for us, but um, it's that we have the opportunity at any time to change the course of our path. And I've definitely had quite a few sliding door, doors moments in my in my lifetime where I've made a choice and gone down a completely different path. And obviously that's what's um, led me to where I am right now. And so where you are right now, as not only an interior designer, but an influencer in so many spaces, do you think that spirituality and manifestation has actually kind of become not just part of you, but part of your brand as well? I feel like it has. And I feel like when I think about it, like obviously I do share quite a lot of that side of myself on my Instagram stories, but not so much on my Instagram feed. So I feel like that's going to be something that will change, I guess, over time where I start to share. I've just been so busy. I haven't really been focusing my Instagram feed um, too much, but I'm working on so many different exciting projects. So I definitely want to weave more of myself, um, you know, into that space as well because, yeah, just recognising that by me sharing it gives other people permission to grow and to, you know, follow their own dreams as well. So, um, yeah, that's something that I will probably be more aware of, but just still making sure that it doesn't feel forced. And it kind of looks like you've been working around the clock lately. Tell us, like, where's your energy been going? Yeah. What have you been doing? <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny. I love my sleep, but once you're in, I guess, a creation mode, like creative mode, then it doesn't really matter so much. You kind of find this like burst of energy. Um, But yeah, I've been working quite a few things. I've got lots of exciting interior design projects on the go at the moment, but I have been working late on a digital course, which I'll be pre-launching next week on Thursday, which I'm 
super excited about, although yesterday a little bit of self-doubt crept in because I've got so much to do and I was talking to a girl that's helping me with some of the more digital aspects of it and I was like, oh gosh, you know, I'm, I'm doubting myself whether I can pull this off in time because I don't want to rush it. I want to make sure it's amazing. And then a song came on. I always generally have music playing in the home. And this song came on and I just had a little mini dance party. And I think it was probably 30 to 45 seconds. And then I messaged her straight away. I'm like, I'm back. <laughs> and it was just so instant because, you know, it has been a lot of work. It's been something that I have thought about for a really, really long time that I wanted to put together. But I'm very... Um, what's the word, like organic. And, and when I ta- um, when I do something, it has to happen organically. I never like to, to force anything. Um, so I just wait until I'm really inspired and go, yeah, okay, now, now it's the right time and, and making sure that I've got enough space to do that. So yeah, I'm really, really excited to launch that. I do feel like it's something that will really help a lot of people. Um, it might change a few lives in some way, just helping people get really clear on their interior design business so I'm basically going to be sharing how I grew my business what you know what tools I use you know how I put client proposals together how I work with clients how I manifest clients all the things that basically will take you behind the scenes of of my brand and my business so it's all the stuff that I wish that I knew in the beginning and obviously I wasn't meant to know I was meant to sort of figure it out for myself but for people that do want a helping hand um then that's basically what I've designed it for. And how important is it to you to have designed a product that's giving back and could potentially change someone's life? Oh, you know, it's just, I feel like everything that I, that I do always comes back to that. Like I'm definitely, I remember somebody asked me once on Instagram, what's your favorite, what's your favorite part? Think about yourself. What's your favorite thing about yourself? And I said, my heart. And I feel like as long as my heart is in it, and the intention is there, then that makes everything just flow so much more easily. So I do spend a lot of time on Instagram. In my DMs, I'll get probably at least 100 DMs a day from people and I pretty much respond to every single person because I love that connection with people um, and watching people grow and watching people thrive, whether it's a friend or somebody I don't know, is just something that really, really lights me up and gives me joy. So it's kind of a little bit selfish in a way because it gives me so much joy hearing those stories as well. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see, you know, this in the hands of people that, you know, need need that little bit of a boost, I guess. And I was chatting with someone about this the other day. Obviously, you know, success is something that you know, we can um, label people as, um, you know, people are successful. And obviously, what success is defined by everybody, what success is defined by everybody differently, um, in terms of what we look at. But, you know, when you look at somebody that you admire, or that you look up to, and you feel like they're successful, it's just bringing back that human element into it, and sharing, you know, that you were just like them at some point because some people can look at other people and think, I can never get to that point, I'm just starting out. So by me sort of showing those steps as well, I think it will just build people's confidence because I'm definitely not trying to create a clone of myself. I just want it to be something that helps other people really find who they are in the design space. Well, Kelly, thank you so, so much for your time and for this beautiful conversation. It has been wonderful and so appreciated. 
Oh, thank you so much. I was saying to a friend yesterday, I'm like, yes, this is one of my absolute favorite topics. So I'm so glad that I had a chance to chat with you about it. Thank you for tuning into Construct. You can find out more about this episode and others by visiting constructrepublic.com or searching Construct Republic on Instagram. If you're in need of some more constructive conversation in your life, I'd love for you to join the Construct Republic Facebook group to connect with other like-minded people just like you. I've been your host, Loz Markham, and I'm wishing you calm, love and laughter for the rest of your day. Chat to you on the next episode.